Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hi, Alante here. Before I start this week's episode, I want to thank you for taking time to listen to this audio blog. Black and in Grad School was created to encourage and empower women and people of color to and through the grad school journey. Enjoy! Good morning. Hey, you guys. So this week, I know I was supposed to share an interview, but I have some amazing news that I could not wait to share with you all. I passed my comprehensive exam. I'm probably never going to add real (laughs) sounds because I could do them on my own. I'm super excited because I freaking passed first try. Um, For those of you all who are new, I had a lot of things happening when it was time to study for my comprehensive exam. Um, So I literally spent about, I would say, a solid 10 days of work of like real studying on for my um, comprehensive exam. And the rest, I was just managing life. So um, this episode, I am going to talk about that. But first, let's do lessons from the trap. Okay, so this week, I'm going to do Finish Line by Chance the Rapper. This is one of my favorite songs. Um, Color and Book is just really an amazing like album out on it, just on his face, like... I'm pretty sure everyone already knows this, and that album is like, what, two years old now? I think it came out in 2016, and that is just one of those albums I think will always be like in my rotation, especially this song. I mean, the whole song is just literally like, I've been, you know, the chorus goes all my days, I prayed and I prayed, and now I see the finish line, I'm going to finish mine, right? Like, the finish line is so near, and I have to... I pretty much consider any step I take me getting closer to the finish line. Like I think about when I started my master's program and just like, and I I even go back to like graduating from college. Like that was like my first step to the finish line. Then I started my master's. I finished my master's. I'm like, I've done considerable work towards a PhD, right? Even though I took three years off when I started my PhD program in um, August, it was like, wow, I'm still in this race. I'm so close. I'm almost there. And granted, I'm still in my first year. But to have hit this milestone um, and and complete it successfully is like I'm that much closer. And every little step, I get closer and closer to the finish line. Like spring break is next week, y'all. Thank you, Lodi, because I am so, so 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 tired um I'm like running out of steam and then 
like the semester will be over, which means the school year will be over, which means I'd be done with a full year of my PhD program. Like, oh my gosh, like I'm getting closer and closer to that finish line. And I just remember how how much I want this and how much I've prayed and meditated and spoke this life that I desire into the universe that it just is an amazing feeling to um, have hit a milestone that really shows I'm, I'm progressing towards my goal. I'm progressing to my finish line. And so this is just one of those songs, like one of my favorite songs that just remind me um, also when I'm feeling discouraged that I've prayed for this and I've desired this. And so I have to run this race, um, which, you know, will remind you from not the last week's episode, but the episode before about running your own race, focusing on your own wins, etc. So um, that's the lesson from the track. Now, this week's um, right weekly recap, I've been traveling and a lot and then school. And so, like, I don't even really understand how I'm even recording this. If you can hear my voice, I'm, like, really tired. So what has happened? Um, I'm going to... Excuse me. Focus mostly on my comprehensive exam process. Um, and then, but before that, I will give like a little recap school. And then I went home um, for my best friend's bridal shower and to visit my grandfather. He took the great news as well. So I was really excited. Um, but yeah, school, I just been like trying to like stay on top of things. I got some great, made some progress with my research. I was happy about that. Next week, I'm going super hard to finish that paper. Um, yeah, so school's going. So I've been thinking about how I was going to share this great news about pass- passing my comprehensive exam. Um, like, I was nervous. Like, I was like, I think I passed, but I think I would have got a conditional pass. Because I'm really rusty with statistics. Um, um, It's really hard. So that's that. But, um, okay. So as far as class, I mean, the comprehensive exam goes, um, just kind of a recap of what was going on in my life. My grandfather was very, very, very sick. Um, Like, we didn't know if he was going to make it into the new year sick. And, um, again, if you're new, if you, or if you listen to any of the, I'm, I'm very close to my grandfather. He's like very important part of my life. And so when I thought that he might not be here, um, in 2018, of course, I kind of just put my school stuff aside. Like I just wanted to be by his side as much as I could and as long as I could. And so I just was at the pretty much my entire winter break I was at the hospital like hours a day like I pretty much get up go to the hospital stay there eat my lunch there try to wait until dinner unless my mom came and then I would finally go home but I was just tired I was so tired from the semester and, like, I never really got a chance to rest. So when I got home, I wasn't really doing work either. And um, 
I just was feeling very depleted and then to come home to that situation, I wasn't really able to restore. So I just, I think I slipped into like a, a, a bout of like just not being productive and just really needing to rest. But like, it also wasn't a good time to rest because I freaking had my comprehensive exam the week before school started. So it was weird. And I got into a fog and then Christmas day, um, my dear friend, her little brother passed away like on Christmas. And so that also changed, you know, my holiday. Cause now I'm like checking on a friend and making sure that they're okay and needing, wanting to be like emotionally present for them. It just was a very taxing time um, and draining mentally and emotionally. And so I just didn't have any bandwidth for my comprehensive exam until like, I would say like the 28th or 29th of December. And then I had my exam the week before MLK. So like the 10th through the 15th or something like that. So I, I literally, yeah, I'm looking at the dates right now. So I had my exam the 8th through the uh, 11th. And yeah, so I just was like kind of going through it. And fortunately, shout out to Maurice. Like he is my big brother. He finished um, his PhD already. And I mean, every step of this process since I was like, I met him when I was a freshman at A&T and I've pretty much followed his steps <laughs> with pursuing my PhD. Um, he, I, we happened to just check in. He asked me how the semester was going. I told him everything that was going on. And he was like, you probably need to like not take your exam. And so I sent my advisor an email and let him know what was going on. And he was like, I think you can do it. I think you can push through. Um, but if you decide you don't want to take it, let me know. And I'll support you either way. And it was kind of like, while I appreciated that response, I just was like, well, I kind of feel like he's saying you should take it. And so I went ahead and just decided to take it. And I didn't really want to not take it because, as you all know, I'm in a joint program. So I have to do this exact same process next year for my other department. And if I was to delay, I would end up having to take them together which is gruesome gruesome or I'd have to like delay taking the other one until my third year and I would prefer to put it all in the front end so that I can just focus on my writing and getting out of here so I was like I guess I'm gonna try and take it and so I told Maurice what he said in his response and he was like all right well it sounds like you need to get to this studying what do you need? He was like, I'll check on you tomorrow to make sure you get, just try to make some progress. Don't worry about making a lot. Try to make some. So this might've been like I said, the 28th, 29th. And so he texts me um, in the morning, like, good morning, sis. Today's going to be great. You're going to get some work done. I'll check on you at the end of the day. And so I took my laptop, even though every day I had my laptop with me, I just couldn't really like stop and like open it and really focus but that day I took it. I went to the hospital like normal. Um, my grandfather 
well, while he was sick, he would sleep a lot, but he drinks a lot of water. And my grandfather is um, a quadriplegic, so that means that he can't really, he has very limited um, dexterity with his hands. And so a, a lot of the time spending with him is like helping him with like basic things that we take for granted, like giving him water or um, while he was sick, he had a lot of phlegm. He was producing a lot of phlegm. And so making sure that I'm like catching the phlegm or using the little suction machine, depending on where we were at, because he moved around a little bit. Um, and those things kind of would inter- interrupt me. And I had to kind of like push through it. Like, of course, I'm going to be there. If his nose itches, you know, I'm scratching his nose. Um, so, you know, I'm kind of moving around a little bit, like up and down, um, depending on the day. But I was able to like put some hours in. And then at the end of the day, you know, Maurice texts me. It was like, how'd it go? I'm like, it was great. He's like, well, how else can you help me? I mean, how else can I help you? I'm like, if you could just text me like every day for the next week, that would be amazing. And so that's kind of how it started. And he would text me and check on me and make sure I was doing work. Um, and I was in a haze until like New Year's Eve. And so New Year's Eve, I just like had to stop and give myself a pep talk and get out of that like haze that I was in and say, okay, Elante, you're going to be okay. We're going to push this through. We're going to push through this. And like, how are we going to push through this? You are going to work. Like you're going to work on, um, you're going to work through this. You're gonna, you can do it. It's okay. Like literally I'm in the mirror, like you can do this. You're more than capable. Yes. A lot is going on and yes, you feel very overwhelmed and yes, stress is there, but you are capable of this Alante. And like having to say this to myself and really encourage myself through it. And so on New Year's Eve, I still went out cause I was like, just, I didn't really, I'm a person who like needs the balance of having fun. And so I feel like I wasn't really enjoying my break. And so I just took a break. And in this, um, you know, my mother has been going hard and handling all this stuff for my grandfather. And so she needed a break too. And so she, she took a, a, a small break and I wanted her to. So I was studying and like, kind of like the main person helping my granddad. Of course we have other people family and friends who come visit to give us a break fortunately like thank god for them and so we did our best to schedule things out so that I could like study away from the hospital but like I said I spent most of my time studying at the hospital but on the 2nd of January I left um my I was waiting as long as I could to attend my um best friend's little brother's funeral But I knew I needed five solid days in Pittsburgh to study. So the wake was on the 2nd of January, and I stayed and went to the wake. And my car was loaded at the wake, and I drove back to Pittsburgh. Um, And that was, like, a really tough decision that sometimes I often regret um, not attending the funeral. But I wasn't even supposed to be home that long. Like, I planned on going home the 23rd to the 27th so I could spend a couple days with my granddad and spend the holidays with my family and I plan on coming back I end up going home on like the 18th and staying to the second and so 
as you can imagine, that's a, a big difference as far as like time wise. And then I never get anything done at home. That's why I don't like as much as I love going home. I, I don't I have to I have to minimize my time at home because I don't get work done. Um, and so this month, like well, from now on, I'm not even staying at family or friends. Like I'm going to stay at my Airbnb in Detroit and do my work um, because I need a space to do my work and like not be interrupted. So all of this is happening. Um, I get home on the third, like home to Pittsburgh and I go hard cause I'm back, you know, in a space I live by myself. I don't really have any distractions and not that my family is a distraction cause they are not, but you know, I don't have any other obligations besides answering phone calls and like talking to my mom or talking to my granddad which is a lot more manageable than when I'm there and so I literally just go I go in I study for them five days I just go in and I'm doing my best to like take notes on stuff and like just trying to like be get myself organized get rest, kind of get into the swing of things. So on the 8th, when actually the night before comps, even the questions and opens, I like freaking lost it. But I just realized right now, I probably should go over what a comprehensive exam is. Okay. Sorry about that. I'm over telling you about all the walk, wait, walking up to it, but this is what a comprehensive exam is. A comprehensive exam is a... It varies from university and department to department, but it's pretty much a intense exercise in your understanding of a, of the topic or your field of research. And so it can vary from a week one question and you get a week to answer it. It could be solely an oral questioning where a committee comes and fires questions at you and you have to answer them. It can take the form of four questions over four days and you get a day to answer each. Um, you can It could be open-ended where you get as much time as you need to answer your questions thoroughly. Um, there are a lot of different ways, without an oral examination at all, there are a lot of different ways that you can take your comprehensive exam. Um, some departments have you take it in your third year. Some have you take it like me in my first year. I already have a master's degree. Um, my department, if you don't have a master's, you take it your second year. So that is, um, it just kind of varies. But some people call it qualifying exam. Some people call it comprehensive exam. It typically is before your proposal of your defense I mean, excuse me, of your dissertation. So whatever the topic is, you have to like do a kind of like a pre proposal about it. Like this is what I'm thinking about doing. This is my methodology. And your um, committee will kind of art, make sure you can articulate why your approach is sufficient for your project um, and for your topic and what you've learned to explain it. So those two things are like the two kind of major milestones um, well, two of three major milestones for like the PhD process. And so 
the first one is really great because that means like, you know, enough to <laughs> you have the skills to conduct research at the Ph.D. level um, and the knowledge to do it in your field. Just to kind of give you an understanding of the comprehensive exam. And so my comprehensive exam was four questions in four days. So um, on Monday morning at 8 a.m., all four questions came in. And by Thursday at 5 p.m., I had to submit all four questions. And so and I still had after that, I had an oral defense that was within a month of submission. So I did mine about two weeks after I submitted my written um, response. And so that was the structure for my program. For my other department, it's totally different. Well, it's not totally different. You get four four days to answer one question, and you have an oral defense of that question, I think, with the entire department faculty versus just your committee. So you see how it can vary depending on department at the same university. Um, so, right, that happened. Then... Yeah, I just wanted to explain what a comprehensive exam was or a qualifying exam. Again, it depends on who you're talking to. I mean, people use those interchangeably. Um, so five days, going back to January, I went hard. Study, 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 study. Then the morning, I couldn't sleep the night before, but the morning that my paper, my questions came, I picked, I wrote, I have a white bar. I wrote out all the questions for all the big questions. So there were like sub questions that I had to answer. And I picked a paper. I picked one um, that I thought I could manage to do in the first set of eight hours because you're supposed to be able to complete it in eight hours. That is a lie. It took me forever. And I went at it. And so I tried to answer it, and it took me the full day, um, a little bit into the next day. So I was, I picked, I went easy, hard, easy, hard. And easy meaning, like, I can, I have a better grasp or understanding of it, so it shouldn't take me, a, it'll take me, like, 10 hours versus, like, 14 or, or a whole day and a half or something. So I picked, um... I picked my advisor's question first. It wasn't easy. I feel like I need to say that. It wasn't that it was easy. It just felt like I, I felt more confident in that problem. That's probably a better <laughs> a better way to put it. And so I and I want to do a really good job on his question because it's my advisor and that's the one he's gonna read. And so not that he didn't read the rest, I bet he did. Um and so I wanted to really make sure I put a really great effort into it. And so I got to it. And I will say during my exam, I kind of surprised myself at of the amount of information I had absorbed in the course of a semester. So um, I'm sure I've mentioned this before as well, but I completely switched fields and research topics. So I have been developing a whole new set of skills while I've been here. And I'm in a new field, like completely new discipline of engineering that really I didn't have a lot of knowledge in before. So I kind of like was just impressed with myself, like with the word vomit I even had available to <laughs> to write to his question. Um, and sometimes you feel like you're not retaining or holding on to information. But I guess when your back is against the wall. It's all sitting in your brain. So that was my uh, situation. And 
Um, so that happened. And then I also was trying to make sure I had food. So Sunday night, I also cooked all my food for the four days. So I wasn't worried about eating, like, well, making food. I was able to just, like, warm stuff up and eat. So that was all going on on the first day. I About 10 o'clock, I went to sleep because my goal was to wake back up at 5 and, like, go hard for a couple of hours. And so I got to... I would say I ended up giving that paper about 12 hours, which I now I shouldn't have, but I did. And so the next day at noon, I started the next problem. And that problem was like so freaking hard. More so, I, it was about statistics. I am not confident in my statistics. I told the reason I agreed to do a question in stats was to force myself to get more familiar with it. Um, felt like it backfired on me, but I learned a lot in that <laughs> in that week trying to answer that question. And so that question took me forever. Like I made myself stop at noon the next day. Actually, I probably didn't stop until like two the next day. But I had to stop. Like I didn't even answer it all the way. I was like, well, if I answer the rest of the questions by Thursday at one, I'll go back and finish this question because I know I don't know what's going on here. So I finally stopped about two o'clock. I would say I probably had three forks of an answer, but I knew it was like helly wrong. But I just was like, whatever, I got to just answer it and keep moving. Um, So then on this is now we're on to Wednesday. Wednesday, I had uh, my other advisor's question. And so I felt, you know, fairly comfortable in it. These they're asking me questions related to my research. So I was able to kind of push through that. I won't say easily, but I just like made my structure of my argument and then wrote it and like typed it up and kind of and, and just pushed through. And at the last one was um, from a class, like one of my favorite classes last semester, actually. I went ahead and um, did that and I I would say like Thursday like morning ish I was done like I think Wednesday night I might have worked through the night I might have I probably did just like afraid that I would if I waited until to if I slept and woke up late and worked on Thursday I wouldn't have hit my deadline so I think I worked through the night Wednesday going into Thursday because I was done at like I'd say two and it wasn't done due till five and I was a little nervous like whoa I'm done so like I actually went to campus on Thursday just in case I had any technical challenges I could easily talk to the um, administrator who collected all of the answers electronically and have her like open stuff back up or whatever so I read I was able to because I was done on Thursday, I was able to kind of go back, fill in that problem that I was struggling with, with at least something cohesive that looks like I might know what I'm talking about. Um, and then reread all of my essays and kind of check for like errors and clarity and add a little bit if I felt like I had more to add to it, but definitely wanting to clean them up and edit them and Add all my citations. Zotero was the GOAT. Also, you want to make sure 
as you're reading things, you need to have a some sort of citation machine in use. So Zotero is great if you use Microsoft Word. It'll drop citations in for you. It has a Chrome extension. It'll grab whatever page you're on. It'll grab the PDF and all the information for you and create a bibliography and a citation. And so that also eliminated a lot of work for me, a lot of work, because all I had to do was drop it in there. As I read it, tag it from the Chrome extension, um, add the citation. And then once all the citations were done, generate a bibliography. And that, I think, saves me a lot of time with my paper because I didn't have that additional stress of having to organize those things. My machine did it for me. So definitely something I want to encourage you to have ahead of time because I'm like, oh, yeah, and I read this in that article way back then. All I got to do is go find the article and drop it in, right? Like search for, you know, say I'm talking about public transit and AVs. Oh, yeah, there was a piece from the American Public Transit Association. Go APTA, look it up. It pops up, drop it in the citation. Super duper easy. Um, so I did that. And it was, yeah, it was pretty smooth. So, like, I think at four o'clock, I was pretty much over this whole this whole experience <laughs> from August 16th or whatever when school started up until this date like all I've been doing was school and I was really tired and I was like F this I I mean of course I care I feel like if it's not done by now it's just not going to be done and I submitted all of my stuff and I just submitted all my papers and I think I came home and made a meal I liked or maybe I ordered some food I liked and I chilled and then Saturday was when I went out I decided to go down to DC to spend time with friends and Two of my close friends from my time in Illinois who already have their PhDs, we all went out. And it was so great to spend time with people who um, have been in my, have been through my experience and can celebrate with me. And we had a great time. We went out and had dinner. It was, it was popping. It was great. And so I had like a little celebration. And, but here's what happened. When it was time for my oral defense, I let my advisor know, like, my stats question is absolutely trash. Of course, I used much more professionally uh, politically correct terms, but I'm like, it's absolutely trash. Uh, what can I do? And he let me know that in our department, you are allowed to re- submit a revision to a question um, during your oral defense. And I was like, cool. So I had about two weeks then to work on that problem. Unfortunately, you still like at our I couldn't ask for any help. So I had to figure it out on my own. And like I said, I'm not confident in my stats. Like, I think that I actually I'm learning that I know more than I think I do. But like you have to have the confidence to like write the stuff up and get through it. You know what I'm saying? So that's kind of where. I struggled is like being confident with the um, being confident with my stats. So I just had to kind of like trust myself and push through it. And even that was just very stressful because school has started and I'm still trying to finish that and research and all of this. So it was a bit to juggle. And because it was something I wasn't comfortable with, I kind of kept trying to procrastinate and like not push through it. 
Um, but I ultimately did because I didn't have an option. I didn't have no choice. So I didn't care. Uh, so, yeah. When it was time for my oral defense, oh, my gosh, y'all. I wanted to, like, I didn't even know. <laughs> I didn't know which end it was coming out of. <laughs> like, I didn't know if I was going to vomit or what. But your girl's stomach was in knots, like knots. And so, I just was nervous. I don't even know. I just was so, 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 so nervous. Um, she just don't know what's going to happen. They may be like, this is like the worst exam we've ever seen in our entire lives. And we don't even know how we made you into this program. Um, and that was really <laughs> the worst thing that I could imagine happening. Um, so I submitted my revisions to my question for the stats problem, and I just tried my best to articulate and competently uh, answer the questions that were being asked of me. Yeah, it was, I think, is even with this episode, I feel like it'll be hard for me to, like, I guess, per- help you prepare for what could happen, just because, like, this all is there's so many variables that can go into like what's your the makeup of your committee the 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 energy of your committee are they you know do you have people who like really want to like almost like haze you or do you have people who are there to support you um you know like the dynamics of the committee can make a difference and the, the, the culture of the department can make a difference some departments are like we want everyone to pass and be successful some departments believe the challenge, the most, the, be, the more challenge, the better. And that means our students are, like, you know, more gritty or really brilliant or whatever, um, whatever kind of thought process that might exist. So you just kind of want to, I don't want to say that your experience would be consistent with mine. Um, as I've met people who've had a range of experiences with their comprehensive exam and the structure of the exam makes a difference as well as to how the committee might behave um, during the oral portion if there is one. Um, So the oral portion, like, it was about an hour and a half, almost two hours, and there was some deliberation in there. And, yeah, it was nerve-wracking, but, I mean, I was in it. And so I had to just kind of do my best to explain what I was thinking and move forward. And so um, that was like the 23rd of January. And I knew by spring break I would have an answer. And I just was like, whatever happens, either I'm going to take it again or I'm not. You know, like that's all that could happen. And so I just kind of let it go. And because so much else had happened during that process, I didn't really even have time. It wasn't the biggest priority at in in mind even afterwards because my grandfather just moved into a nursing home about two weeks ago. He's been in and out the hospital since then and or in like a, a high intensive care setting, like I, pretty much a step down from a hospital setting. So like all this is going on. Um, and I had to like not even be home for it, which is another, you know, flood, flood of emotions in itself. But yeah, it was like, okay, I took it. I'm done. Now I got schoolwork. So I don't even have time to be focused about like, did I pass? Did I not pass? I'll find out. 
and we'll just work from there. And that's just how I kind of operated. It wasn't super nerve wracking because there was really no telling what the result was going to. Well, I felt relatively confident that I was going to pass. Like I, was, I thought I'd get a conditional pass and be required to take another stats class. That's what I was expecting. And I felt like that would be reasonable because I need to take another stats class. I'm in one now, so it's okay. And I probably will take one more to really make sure that I'm strong in it because I don't like even feeling like I have a weakness in a, a field, especially as it's as important as statistics and research. Um, so that's why I was like, that's kind of what I accepted to be the case. But I was really excited when I found out that I passed. And so I guess what I could say as some strategies for success would be um, probably don't do like me and cram for a week. I don't think that's a good idea. But I would say my advisor told me it only needed to be like a month's worth of re- of studying. Because I was going to start November 1 and he was like, you don't need to start now. Even though I kind of wish I did because I have my own personal stuff to end up popping up. So actually I would kind of go back to like maybe six to eight weeks of studying. Um, that way you could study a little bit more leisurely. And it's a lot of like organizing your notes, making sure you know who wrote what and what article said made this and that argument and who refuted that argument, who support, who else supported those arguments. Um, that's a, definitely a major point of the pay, of writing your papers, um, being able to say who said this and that and these theories and stuff like that. Um you want to be well rested. Make sure that you cook before the week starts so you have enough food. Or if you're going to order food, make sure you have it scheduled out or have somebody bring you food or however you're going to do. Make sure you get yourself a cheerleader. Shout out again to my big brother, Maurice, Dr. Mo. He held me down all through the process, all up and through it each day. How's it going? Question one done. Are you done? Question four you know, celebratory text, like make sure you go relax now. You've had a crazy semester going to school year, you know. And so also I want to really encourage you all to celebrate a little bit. This ish is hard. It's stressful. Like my skin is broken out, y'all. I don't like it. I was showing my mama this weekend. My skin was clear the three years I wasn't in school and I'm back in school. My face done broke out uh, because I'm stressed. And so I say all that to say, you know, this, the comprehensive exam process is challenging and it's, it's supposed to be right. Like if you say you want to operate at the highest level in education, well, you have to do a little bit more than usual to prove that you are capable of doing that. And you are capable of doing it, even if you don't pass. You could take it again. That's the beautiful thing about it. And you know what to expect. So you're probably going to be successful um, if you ever take it again. And there are plenty of people who take their exam again. Um, And honestly, I was prepared to have to take it again. So this, for me, um, I think was a blessing. So that wraps up this episode. Um, I hope that you all enjoyed it. If you missed the how to secure funding webinar, I will be offering a replay of that webinar. Um, Last week, we had over 100 people register, which was super exciting. And about 
40 or 50 showed up. I did a redo and, you know, we had some people come to the redo, redo and I will be actually sharing the redo. Shout out to all the people who came to the first one because, oh my gosh, the slides were terrible. I had so many technical challenges. Um, so I'm very grateful for you all. But what I will be doing, I did redo it and that recording um, I will be sending out shortly as a replay. If you are on the email list, you will get the replay. If you would like the replay, you can send a text to 345-345. Send the keyword grad school as one word, G-R-A-D-S-C-H-O-O-L to 345-345. And I will send you a link to the replay. That's all from me this week, y'all. I hope you have an amazing week. And remember, grad school is tough, but you're tougher. Bye. Hi, Alante again. I really want this project to be a resource for my fellow people of color and women in grad school. So if you have any questions or requests for topics, shoot me an email at alante at strengthsnotstrikes.com. That's A-L-L-A-N-T-E at strengthsnotstrikes.com. Please remember to subscribe and review and share with your other friends in grad school. Thank you. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.